there was this absolutely awesome cold sales email that I received a few weeks ago. And it was amazing until it wasn't. And in this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, I'm going to tell you all about the mistake that the sales rep made. But I really want you to pay attention to it because it's actually a mistake that you might be making. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our cold email download. Going to be talking all about it the end of the podcast but if you'd like to learn more now please visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash rock your email now I'm, I'm rather hesitant in saying something because every time I say it it works out being uh, you know completely different than what I hoped but today's going to be a shorter episode episode of the podcast and uh for a lot of reasons. I mean, it's just it's just something that we can just get right to the point. I don't need to put a lot of fluff in. And, you know, more importantly than that, quite selfishly, it's a beautiful day here in New York. I've got some bourbon and a uh, mighty fine cigar. Kind of calling my name. So, we're going to talk about this email that I received a few weeks ago. I'm guessing it was about no more than two to three weeks ago. And it made me stop dead in my tracks. I'm not kidding you. The subject line sucker punched me in a good way. It was like, it just totally got my attention. But then the sales rep screwed up the whole thing. Lost my attention. Like, seriously, just lost it. So, before we kind of get into what they said, I just want to remind you about something. When it comes to any kind of a sales email, let alone emails, really, we know that a high percentage of these emails aren't even opened. Seriously, a lot of prospects don't even open emails. And by the way, before we say, wow, man, that, that, that really sucks. I mean, I bet you there's a lot of emails that you get. You didn't even bother to open up. And and there's a lot of reasons why people don't bother to open up the emails. But one thing I just want to tell you before we really dive into this, because I think this underscores what the sales rep did. You need to know that you have two very important lines of defense when it comes to you know, or, or lines of offense, if you will, when it comes to getting your email opened, right? And to keep it from going to the land of the disregarded and deleted. And the first thing is your subject line. The second thing, and we're going to spend time on the subject line today because this sales rep subject line is what got me. I'm going to give you the subject line. I absolutely want you to go out there and use it 
But there's also something else other than the subject line that can immediately get their attention and determine whether or not they're going to open your damn email. The second thing is the preview text. The preview text is that little bit of text that shows up like right underneath the sender's name in your inbox. I'm guessing it's it, it really depends on what you know email platform you use. But I think I've heard somewhere to the tune of anywhere from 36 characters up to maybe like 110, 120 characters. So the two things you got to keep in mind to get your email opened would be number one, having a compelling subject line. And number two, make sure that the way that you start that email is going to be compelling enough to make them want to open the email. In other words, if you start the email in a way that is relatant, I just made up a new word, right? First day with my new tongue, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Maybe I should have had the bourbon and the cigar before the podcast. That's an idea. Uh, You got to make sure that it is relevant to them. And then, you know, they see that little bit of text. They see a compelling subject line. Just those two, two things alone can dramatically improve your open rates. So let's get into what this uh, sales rep did. But first, I, I need to cough in your ear. <coughs> Sorry, man. Battling this uh, allergy that um, I get this time of year. So here is the subject line. If you are in a position to write this down, I want you to write it down. It's going to seem so simple that you might start writing it. Then you hear what I say. Ah, is that it? He's making a podcast out of this. But I'm telling you, we don't need to complicate things in sales. You know, look for some big, sexy answer. Um, I've yet to find the big, sexy answer. It's a lot of little, unsexy answers that I find that that do it for us. So their subject line, this was an intro email to me. They had not emailed me before this. You ready for this? The subject line was, nice to meet you, Paul. That's it. Nice to meet you, Paul. Let's talk about why that works. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. First of all, in a subject line, Anytime you could use their name without overdoing it. Did you ever meet somebody in a conversation? It's like they went to a course that said, use the person's name. And everything they say to you, they're using your damn name. It's, it's, they're just checking a box. You don't want to do that shit. But using someone's name is a great way to get their attention. Uh, and the main reason for that is that we've been really conditioned to respond to the sound of our own name since you know, the time we were born, right? So uh, that's that's very, very important. The other thing about this, and I want you to know the bigger tactic that was at play here so that, you know, we're kind of teaching you to fish here a little bit instead of feeding your belly, but they used a pattern interrupt. A pattern interrupt is something that's off script and unexpected that makes you kind of stop in your track. So how is this a pattern interrupt? Well, There are several reasons, and I'm not going to bore you with the whole thing and the whole psychological breakdown, but it's really out of the ordinary. I mean, I get intro emails all the time. I teach people on how to send intro emails. And, you know, I've really never come across an intro email in the subject line that said, nice to meet you. I mean, they might utilize that phrase in the body of the email, but I've never had that. 
in the subject line. So it just kind of, wow, wait, wait, you know, this is off script here. And when things go off script, it tends to call our attention to it, right? So that's that's the other reason why I think it works so well. Also, too, just the tone of it was non-salesy. It's, it's, it's conversational, which is what we want to strive for in our messaging. But now let's talk about how they completely F this thing up. Seriously, like right up until this point, I have nothing but great things to say about the approach because it 1 billion percent got my attention. I'm not going to lie. It got my attention. I'm also going to tell you that since this, I've tested the subject line since then. I haven't had a chance to, you know, send a tremendous amount of emails out, but I can tell you my email open rate has gone up substantially. So something to think about, right? So again, I can only say good things about what that tactic but here's where they completely screwed it up when they didn't hear back from me they utilized an approach which if you've been listening to me for a while you know i hate it seriously it is the equivalent of fingernails on a freaking chalkboard for me and it's a little something there's a lot of different names for it the approach but <clears throat> i'm sorry i'm coughing your ear a lot today but kind of tough shit because uh, i'm not editing it out um they they call it a bump b-u-n-p style email and what it is it's actually a software in some cases it's an app and a lot of people use it and what it does is it basically resends the same email again and the reason why they call it bump is because a lot of reps use the phrase i just wanted to bump this to the top of your inbox or whatever um there's a lot of reasons why i just hate that approach and then we're going to get specific to how this just got completely screwed up with this email that i had received but the thing about this is um with the bump email the reasons why I don't like it, it just, to me, it just reeks of this, like, you know, entitlement that, you know, I deserve a response. Well, you don't deserve dick. I mean, seriously, you really think that at the, you know, with these top of the funnel opportunities, you're owed anything? And by the way, before you think, oh man, Castaigne's being an idiot today, well, maybe I am being an idiot. But I want to say this to you. I completely got your back when it comes to later on down the funnel when, you know, these people ghost us and all that other shit. So, you know, the fact that anybody feels that they're owed something when somebody sends them a cold email, yeah, that would be wonderful if everybody that I reached out to said, hey, Paul, love you, man, but uh, not interested. It doesn't happen that way. That, That world doesn't exist. But it has this sense of entitlement when you go and resend the same shitty email that you didn't get an answer to. I also feel that it has this tone to it of, hey, dumbass, how about an answer already? Again, not really a good look for you. The other thing, too, I think continually sending 
the same email, whether you're doing it manually or you're using a software or an app to do it, it demonstrates a lack of creativity. And um, you're really conditioning people not to open your email. I mean, think about why the hell would you possibly open the same email that you've received on two other occasions within a very short period of time with the same subject line? Why would you do it? Do you think something's going to be different? Actually, there might be something different in there. Let me tell you what's going to be different with most of these jackasses that send these bump emails. The thing that's going to be different is that they're going to put a one-sentence thing in there that is going to be somewhere along the lines of just circling back. You know, thoughts? Uh, Wanted to give this a bump to the top of your... Okay, it's just so freaking cliched. So, no good. So, this is where they screwed this whole thing up. They had a great subject line. And would you know, they bumped this email. In other words, they resent it from the sent, you know, folder three more times in 10 days with the same subject line. Nice to meet you, Paul. It's like... I had this vision. You know, I'm a smart ass, in case you didn't know. Uh, it's a requirement living in New York, by the way. You um, have to renew your license and also make sure that you are indeed still uh, a smart ass and rude. And um, you pronounce coffee, as you guys say, as coffee, right? Uh, you get thrown out of here. And I think you get your ass kicked for less if you live here. Um, but, you know, the the... The whole thing with that, you know, three times inside of 10 days, right? It just, seriously, it just, you know, I I realize I'm being a smartass, but it just, to me, I have this vision of a guy trying to, you know, or a woman trying to meet you at a networking event and they got their hand extended, pleased to meet you, pleased to, and you're like ducking them and they keep chasing you around, including like into the men's or ladies room, pleased to meet you, pleased to, and you're not shaking their hand and they're not getting the hand. And then they, you know, you go to leave and then the person's, hey, hey, can please, sticking their hand in the window, you know, you go to bed at night, the freaking hand comes back and with pleased to meet you. It's just, it's just dickish and idiotic. And uh, not a good look. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, this is actually, believe it or not, yeah, I'm being a wise ass here. And I, and by the way, I'm not, I'm really not trying to rag on sales reps. I'm right in there with you. I ha- I've never stopped selling. And uh, if you ever want an exercise in, uh, in fun, try selling what I sell to, uh, for a living to people who basically think either sales training is a punishment or they're too smart for it, right? <laughs> they make no mistakes. They don't, they don't need to, to get better. Man, I, I sell to a tough crowd, so I get it. I'm not here to beat people up about this stuff, but I use the sarcasm as really a way to get your attention to it. It's, really, it, it's, it's an incredibly common mistake to keep sending the same damn email. And what I see with a lot of these, you know, bump style emails same subject line but then it's like you know a little one sentence thing that says thoughts paul following up circling back wanted to bump this to the top or whatever so here's what i kind of want to leave you with i want you to just start looking at your prospects as you know almost outside of business 
somebody that you eventually hope will marry you. And, you know, you have to make that courtship interesting enough to keep the prospect interested. And there's no way you could do that if you keep offering the same shitty date with the same shitty, you know, conversation at the same shitty place, right? You got to make it interesting for them. And it's not going to be interesting. Pleased to meet you. Nice to meet you, Paul. Nice to meet you, Paul. It could be rather annoying to the recipient. And again, it does really demonstrate any lack of creativity. Um, Before I wind this up, I do want to say one thing about, I use the word creativity twice and how it demonstrates a lack of creativity. You might be thinking, well, you know, (laughs) nice move cast name but i'm not working on madison avenue i'm not a creative type i'm not a graphic designer what do i give a shit about creativity well you really should give a shit about creativity and here's why your prospects have lots of challenges they have lots of opportunities and many times they need creative solutions to those challenges and you know creative means to get to the opportunity now you could tell a prospect all day long hey you know what i i come up with great ideas for my clients my company comes up with great ideas for our clients you know we got you know we help this company and that company but until you actually demonstrate it you're you're just talking shit like the rest of the the sales population and don't kill me for saying that that's not my view but the average person doesn't trust us as far as they can throw us you know that right i'm not i'm not the one breaking the bad news to you most people including other salespeople, don't trust salespeople. so you could tell people things all day long well we do this we do that but really, to me, the ultimate thing to do, aside from having other people say that you do, in fact, do that and you do it well, would be to demonstrate it. Show them through how you court them. That is a fantastic way to get the point across. So really, you know, to summarize everything, you really want to make sure that you are providing a courtship that again keeps that 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 courtship is interesting enough to keep the prospect interested right how do you do that make sure that you're changing up your messaging don't keep sending the same forwarded email the same subject line when you come across a subject line that works this particular one i I think it works just fine. I love it. Nice to meet you and the prospect's name. Don't keep using it, okay? Call that idea done with them because the last thing you want to do is become predictable and boring to the people, again, that you're trying to uh, to court. So again, short and sweet, pay attention to that idea. Give this email subject line a shot And before you go, if you found value in this, I actually have a really cool email, um, cold email download. And within it, I show lots of tactics that can be helpful to you. And as a bonus, I provide a whole shit ton 
of cold email templates to the tune of, I believe there's probably 35 cold email tactics and like 15 uh, additional ones that you could use over on LinkedIn. So probably like 50 altogether. So if you'd like to learn more, Oh, and before you go there, I priced it in a way that you guys don't have to sell off a kidney to be able to afford it. So it's very affordable and uh, lots of uh, great tips, lots of great resources. I talk about subject lines and all that kind of good stuff. You can learn more by visiting YourSalesPlaybook.com slash email. YourSalesPlaybook.com slash rockyouremail. With that, I'm Paul Castain from YourSalesPlaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Sign up for our free sales tips by visiting YourSalesPlaybook.com slash subscribe.